0: are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people, the people, the people. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless, as long as we put America first, America first, America first, America first. America first. back in some form. We
1: will be back in
2: some form. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the His Hardline Show, where we the people are the ones that are in some form. We the people are the solution. We are the ones who will stand up this republic by reassembling our states the lawful states the way. way. This is the only podcast where you're going to get conversations built around God, wellness, how to fortify your family so we can stand up this great country we call the Republic of these United States of America. You ain't gonna get any sellouts over here. You're not gonna get fake opium. You're not gonna get fear porn pushed your way. No, 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 no. This, this is a Hits Hardline show. A show. Show. show that was inspired by God to get started. And we push nothing but truth over here, ladies and gentlemen, so welcome, welcome to the, the show. show. Welcome to the show.
0: We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will, we will be, back be back in some, in some
2: form. form. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning. Wherever you're at in the world, I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. Well, Why is that? Well, it's because God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, they are the host with the most, and they are the ones in charge, and they are in the captain's chair. They're at the helm. They're behind the wheel, therefore they are steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line. Today is Sunday, June 4th, 2023, and you are listening to episode 555, Operation Vampire Killer 2000, part 6. And then today we will be doing a reading out of James chapter 1. So we'll be doing out of uh, a reading out of James chapter 1. And so we're going to be clipping away here off and on on the Operation Vampire Killer 2000. This would be part six. And so we got a little bit going on there. Um, But before we get started, just a a little housekeeping. Remember, I do have a website. uh, www.hishardline.com. You can go to the notices page. There is a link called notices in the menu bar. I will typically put updated notices uh, every so often on there whether if it's a, a certain podcast I'm highlighting or who's coming up as a guest. Ultimately it's like my own personal social media, because if for whatever reason I get deplatformed over here, all you got to do is go to hishardline.com and check out the notices tab to see what's going on and where you can find me if for whatever reason that happens. But so far so good. I think I am in the clear, but I don't want to speak too soon. I also do have an email. It's a, uh, hardline at gmail.com. It's hishardline at gmail.com. So if you care to figure out how to get involved with your local sem- assembly in your you know respective state, you can email the show at hishardline at gmail.com, and I will forward you to Destry, which then he will help get you in contact with either a communication secretary or a coordinator if there is no comsec there in your state yet. So, again, hishardline at gmail.com <clears throat> for – You know, trying to figure out how to get involved in your assembly or how to get one started, so on and so forth. So check that out. And also remember, as I always state periodically on a podcast, I am not a doctor. I do not wear a white coat and I do not play one on TV. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar or a bar lawyer. I do not give out legal advice. I am also not the official face or voice of the national state or county assemblies. Well, Jason, why not? Wouldn't, isn't that what you want to be? Well, no, I mean, because we're all, the, you know, we're all the face, right? We're all the voice, okay? It's not just one man or woman. We are all the face and voice of this country. And remember, additionally, I don't advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other materials, so there you go. Um, and again, speaking of the National Assembly, if you do want to learn more about it, there is a website I recommend you go check out. It's hishardline at gmail. Dot, or excuse me. It's, I'm looking at something came through here on my phone or on my computer here and it made me get distracted. It is national-assembly.net. That's national-assembly.net. Okay, that's a little hyphen, little dash, in between National Assembly. So National Assembly dot net. That's the website. You can go on the forums, and you can find a lot of reading material in there. A lot of stuff that you can learn. Um, and there is a reason why things are the way they are over there. Okay, because there's not everything's going to be out and about. You know, out in the open because there's a lot of bad people that want to get their inf- you know get their hands on specific information to try to sabotage the assembly. So we got to watch out for that. But anyways, if you want to learn more, go to national dash assembly Okay. So I'm trying to think of where we're going to start. Well, I guess let's do this. We're going to get right into the reading first. All right. And then we're going to talk about a couple current events and then we're going to get into the operation vampire killer. But first off, I hope everybody had a good weekend. I know we did. We had a good enjoyable time. We went to the cottage that my in-laws have just about 45 minutes up the road from our house. Um, Nice little place called Fremont Lake. And it was a good time. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I didn't do a show uh, sporadically last night because I was having too much fun fishing and my daughter was having fun. In fact, her fishing pole broke. And so we ended up having to go up and get a new one. And then my wife was kind of reflecting, you know, she was using some of the old poles that her dad had there at the cottage. And she started realizing and remembering just how fun it was. So she decided she wanted to get a fishing pole. So we ended up getting her one and getting her a fishing license. And next thing you know, it something that I thought would only cost about $100. Well, well, yeah. So a few hundred dollars later, uh, we ended up buying a bunch of stuff. But some, some of that was like clothes and stuff that she needed. We were at Dunham's. And so she found some sports apparel that she really liked. So that's all good. I almost bought a 45. They, uh, it was called The Judge. And my wife, she was like, Hey, if you want it, go get it. And I was like, Man, I just can't justify paying that right now. Maybe later, but right now I just can't do it. We just spent too much money on fishing gear. But I tell you what, I almost dropped a little coin on the judge. So uh maybe, maybe a different time. Maybe maybe a different time. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So, anyway, so let's get into the reading. Again, we're reading out of James chapter one. Um, And I'm reading, preferably, out of my favorite version of the Bible, which is a New American uh, Bible Revised Edition. And it starts off with uh, verse number one. James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Now consider it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials, for you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance be perfect, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and he will be given it. But he should ask in faith, not doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed about by the wind. For that person must, be, must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, since he is a man of two minds, unstable in all his ways. And the brother, in lowly circumstances, should take pride in his high standing, and the rich one in his lowliness, for he will pass away, like the flower of the field. For the sun comes up, and its scorching heat and dries up the grass, its flower drops, and the beauty of its appearance vanishes." so will the rich person fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Now, blessed is the man who perseveres in temptation, for when he has been proved, he will receive the crown of life that he promised to those who loved him. No one experiencing temptation should should say, I am being tempted by God, for God is not subject to temptation to evil, and he himself tempts no one rather each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires then desire conceives and brings forth sin and when sin reaches maturity it gives birth to death do not be deceived my brother my beloved brothers all good giving and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no alteration or shadow caused by change he willed to give us birth by the word of truth, that we may be a kind of first fruits of his create, uh, of his creatures. Now, as we get into the third part of this uh, reading, which is the exhortations and warnings, we talk about the doers of the word. So starting with verse 19 here, it says, Know this, my dear brothers, everyone should be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of a man does not accomplish the righteousness of God, Therefore, put away all filth and evil excess and humbly welcome the word that has been planted in you and is able to save your souls. Let's reread that again. I think that's worth rereading. Therefore, put, all, uh, put away all filth and evil excess and humbly welcome the word that has been planted in you and is able to save your souls be doers of the word and not hearers only deluding yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man who looks at his own face in a mirror he sees himself and goes off and promptly forgets what he looked like but the one who peers into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres and is not a hearer who forgets but a doer who acts such a one shall be blessed in what he does If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, his religion is vain. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. And that is the reading of James chapter 1 verses 1 through 27. Now, James chapter one focuses on, well, various themes here, right? There's a lot of different learning lessons, including uh, perseverance and trials, right? The importance of wisdom and the contrast between hearing and doing, two totally different things. So the chapter begins with James encouraging believers to consider trials as opportunity for growth and endurance. Sorry, I had to switch something over here. I totally forgot to switch uh, the setting over here in, uh, in CloudHub. So they probably were hearing nothing but dead air. Um, anyway, it happens. Uh, but the chapter begins with James encouraging believers to consider trials as uh, opportunities, right, for growth and endurance. And he emphasizes that during enduring the trials will lead to maturity and completeness in one's faith. Now, James also highlights the importance of seeking wisdom from God, who generously grants it to those who ask without doubting. Okay, now that's very key right there. Seeking wisdom from God, who generously grants it to those. Now, listen up, okay, because God will grant the wisdom generously to those who ask without doubting. That's very, very important. You can ask God all day long for discernment and for, you know, prayers to be answered. But if you pray to him and ask of certain things and you have a doubtful heart, you're not going to you're more than likely not going to see things answered in the way you hope to be answered. Right. So he warns against being double minded. And being unstable in all aspects of life now furthermore james discusses the contrast between hearing and doing now he emphasizes that it is not enough to merely listen to god's word true faith requires action right you got to walk the walk as we have talked about lately after we've been doing some of these readings you can't just talk to talk you have to walk the walk Through your deeds and so he encourages believers to be doers of the world and not hearers only right don't just hear the word that's not going to you know save you right be doers of it provide examples of caring for orphans and the widows and keeping oneself unstained from the world so overall you know james chapter one encourages believers to remain steadfast in the face of trials. seek god's wisdom without doubting by the way and demonstrate their faith through actions rather than mere words or intentions. So there's a lot of lessons there. Perseverance and trials, right? Because again, just to kind of reiterate a little bit, James taught us that trials are in a, you know, they're inevitable, right? Trials are an inevitable thing in our life, but they are to serve a purpose in our spiritual growth, right? So we should view them as opportunities to develop perseverance and endurance. The uh, other good lesson here is about seeking wisdom, because again, James emphasized the importance of seeking wisdom from God. So when you're faced with decisions or challenges, you know, it's very important that you take that to God, ask for his wisdom, trusting again, no, don't doubt trusting that he will generously provide it to us. Then there's the faith in action. That's another lesson that you could take away from this, because James, again, stresses the significance of putting our faith into action. It's not enough to just merely acknowledge or hear God's word. True faith is demonstrated through deeds. And so we should live out our faith by showing love and compassion to others, especially the vulnerable and the voiceless, right? And you need to avoid double-mindedness. That's very key because James warned us against again being double-minded and divided in our devotion to God. Well Jason, what does that mean? Well, one day you're you're absolutely believing that God's got your back, everything's good and then like, you know, few hours later something happens and you're like completely doubting God and you're doubting what his plan is for your life, you know, depending on the situation, you know, that kind of thing. You know, so we need to strive for the consistency in our faith and avoid being swayed by the values and temptations of the world because that's what Satan does. Satan's very, very good at trying to plant, you know, trying to sow seeds of doubt in your mind. He does it to the best of us, me included. And when he does do that, then I have to go to God and say, God. And then you know what he'll say to me? Yes, Jason. I'm like, I, uh, I kind of did not put all my faith into you today. I I allowed Satan to get in my head, and he's playing mind games with me, and now I'm filled with doubt, anxiety, and stress, and I don't know what to do. Well, are you going to stop listening to the Prince of Liars, right? Are you going to stop listening to that demon? Yeah, I think so you think so or you know so okay i know so i will all right don't do it again see what i mean you got you got to be very careful of that because there's a lot of uh, there's there's so many e- there's so much evil out there that will try to sway you away from god now the last thing again the last important learning lesson here is keeping oneself unstained from the world okay because again james encourages believers to maintain purity and integrity amidst a corrupt world and believe you me we all know it it is a corrupt world so we should be very mindful of the influence around us and actively guard against compromising our values and beliefs so that is pretty much the takeaway from james chapter one again perseverance and trial seeking god's wisdom without doubting faith and action not just being hearers of the word avoid double-mindedness and keep yourself unstained from the world those are five takeaways you can take from this so there you go so now before we get into operation vampire killer what i wanted to do is hold on one second what i wanted to do was look at the gateway pundit here for a minute because there's been some kind of crazy stuff going on here so I was looking at the Gateway Punnett. I also want to read something real quick out of um, the. There's a Telegram page that I've referenced a few times called White Hats. Um, <clears throat> again, I'm not saying that what they are putting out is 100, you know, percent verifiable material. But uh, I will say that a lot of what they put out here, based on a couple guys that I trust very well that have been in the military, they're retired. Um, they've, they've been on tours in different places around the world, including Africa. I mean, they've seen a lot of stuff to know a thing or two about what the heck's going on today. And when I showed them this white hat page a few weeks back, I read one of these posts that seemed kind of intriguing. And and he looked at me along with another guy that, you know, is, uh, in the you know military or former, I should say. And, uh, you know, knows a thing or two about what's up and. They kind of looked at each other like that's a telegram page. I said, yeah, they're like, wow, like (laughs) they're not too far off base on what they're what they're posting there. So anyways, again, it's a telegram page called White Hats. Uh, But this is, I thought, kind of worthy of reading. So right here, I think this is posted earlier today or earlier this morning, says unveiling the shadowy web, the Illuminati, Papal Knights and the secret alliances. Prepare to be astonished as we peel back the layers of the clandestine power and hidden connections that span centuries the illuminati driven by their pursuit of a utopian new world order aimed to shape our world using enlightenment principles but their banishment by the bavarian government in 1782 only scratched the surface of a much deeper conspiracy i'm going to pause here for a second the reason i'm reading this is because there has to you know this has to do a lot with this operation vampire killer 2000 that we're reading okay it has everything to do and ties in with all of this so continuing on with the post it says descent into the world of knighthood. The Knights of Malta, with roots pet, uh, predating the orders of Saint John, wield immense influence. And surprisingly, even the Archbishop, <clears throat> excuse me, the Archbishop of Canterbury holds the esteemed title of Papal Knight under Francis I. And behold, the ignomatic Jacob Rothschild is a Knight of the Queen's Order of the British Empire and the Order of Merit. With the Queen deferring to the Pope, the Rothschild's ties to the European knighthoods become clear, serving as crucial allies to the Papal Knights of Malta. Notable figures like Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush were also bestowed with the prestigious Knights of Malta award from the Order of Merit. Unraveling the Web of Intrigue. Within the intricate tapestry, We discover that the illustrious illustrious Rothschilds were known as the guardians of the Vatican treasury. Famed knight of Malta, Pat Buchanan is revealed as a key player collaborating with the CIA's Operation Mockingbird, a covert program aimed at controlling the U.S. media. Further down the rabbit hole, we encounter the Duke of Gloucester, Gloucester, the Grand Prior of the Knights of St. John, and the first Grand Principal of the Supreme Grand Lodge of Royal Archmasons of England. The intricate dance continues as the Pope defers to the Jesuit Superior General, and even King Abdullah of Jordan emerges as the product of Jesuit training from the Georgetown University. Now, the last part on this it says uncovering the Jesuit connections. Behold the IHS symbol prominently displayed at the Jesuit World Headquarters in Rome. Nestled within the sacred emblem, we encounter nest symbolizing a rising phoenix. According to Manly P Hall, this mythical creature represents resurrection and a Christ-like figure. Chris Pinto on the other hand suggests that the phoenix embodies the false Christ of the new Aquarian age from Middle East to world stage. Now, the reach of these papal knighthoods extends beyond borders, encompassing Jewish and Arabic leaders in the Middle East, notably Nadami Akuchi, the Iraqi British billionaire businessman and papal member of the Royal Order of Francis I, is said to have connections with Saddam Hussein's regime. French President Nicolas Sarkozy's rendezvous with Syrian President al Bashad, another Knight of the Order of Francis I, further illustrates the interconnectedness in the Vatican loyal Constitu- uh, Constantinian order, finds support from the ex president of Lebanon, Emile M- Emil Lahoud, while influential members of the House of Saud, such as Prince Khalid and Boy, his names are weird. Uh, Faisal and Prince Bandar bin Khalid proudly bear the papal order of Francis I. And now we get into this uh, other part here where it says a shocking betrayal of interest. Now, Shimon Perez, the Jesuit trained statesman, garners Vatican support and is even knighted onto the British Queen's orders of Saints, Michaels, and George. Michael and George. Some, like Barry Chamish, label Perez as Sebastian due to his alignment with Vatican interest over those regular Jewish people. Astonishingly, apostate labor Zionists, predominantly Ashkenazi Jews, aided Hitler's Nazi empire, subjected Sepp Hardek, Jewish children to dangerous radiation experiments, and continue to exert powerful influence in Israel today. Freemasonry, a mysterious society, with roots in the Kabbalah intertwines with the Romaniism and ancient Babylonian religion, creating an eerie parallel. So, again, a lot of this stuff that we're reading out of this White Hat page, again, has a lot of ties with this, again, this Vampire, Operation Vampire Killer 2000, okay? Because, again, remember, this, this, this manual that was put together, this publication, was put out back in the 90s. I think it was 1992 when this came out. Again, it was by people who were police officers, military and national guardsmen. Now, this is not something that's sponsored by the military or sponsored mm-hmm. by any one police department or National guardsman. These are multiple people in uniform that have realized what was going on in the background and started seeing the takeover of our country with key individuals who sold out this country and sold out people in uniform just to make a few bucks and to help take this country down from within. So. We're going to get into that here in just a minute, but before I do, let's go back to the Gateway Pundit for a quick second because there's a lot of crazy stuff happening. So apparently, D.C. had a big boom, right? There's a big D.C. boom mystery. This is a report. It says, D.C. boom mystery deepens. Reports of jets scrambled for, for plane headed to nation's capital. Plane later, later crashed in rural Virginia. Very interesting. Here's another headline, breaking, huge explosions heard in Washington, D.C. Reportedly shook the ground like an earthquake. Update caused by the DoD flight sonic boom. Very, very interesting. Um, What else is here? Let me just kind of scroll through here a little bit. Uh, Let's see. New details emerge about the plane that crashed in Virginia shortly after a sonic boom. Yeah, so there's something crazy going on over there. I can't pinpoint what exactly it could be. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're destroying the dumbs over there. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe the boom could have been from a sonic boom, right? A plane maybe breaking the sound barrier. That's possible too. But the thing of the matter is that you need to remember, folks, is that remember, DC typically and historically has always been a no-fly zone, right? The airspace has always been a no-fly zone except for, you know, I'm sure very uh, top secret, you know, approved uh, flights or whatever. I don't know. But you got to remember. The fact that this is occurring and yet military intervention did not occur to go and shoot this down makes you got to, you know, you got to, again, it's more proof in the pudding that there's nobody in D.C. Okay. Something of that magnitude, when you have a plane going over the airspace of D.C., at least in the past, I mean, they know all air traffic that comes in, even within a hundred miles of that air radius. You know what I mean? So the fact of the matter is, is that there's no way in hell that, uh, what do I want to say here? The bottom line is, is that this is just a little bit further proof that, hey, you know, Biden's not in charge. Okay. DC is practically empty. Again, we're watching Kabuki theater. All right. No plane will get within DC within 100 miles of D.C. without the military knowing about it. So, again, you just got to pay attention to the obvious things. Now, one other little headline I kind of did not want to glance over. Now, this is really sad, and we got to make sure. Somebody needs to help me remember to, to add this into our prayers. But apparently over in uh, India, there was a train that crashed that killed over or nearly 300 people. Um, that was a very, very sad story. I've been kind of following that and that's obviously very, very just heart wrenching and, and we wanna pray for all the people affected and all the family members and the people that are wounded. Just not not good stuff. Um, let me see, what else do we have going on here? Of course there's a shooting incident at North Star Mall, leaves one dead, suspect at large. Let's see, what else is going down here, you know, going on here? Um, t- 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 another headline capital was put on yellow alert for DC plane intrusion. Biden reportedly at white house on the plane as plane flew over highly unlikely because again, typically they always protect, you know, POTUS, uh, a real POTUS I should say. And so they would never let, again, let me reiterate. They would never, who's they, the military would never let a plane fly that close over airspace in DC because DC is a very small little you know town. When you talk about the square footage of that of the borders there, so again, pay attention, folks. Okay, um, apparently Andrew Tate is back in the headlines here. Andrew Tate sits down with BBC after they chase him for months for an interview, and he mops the floor with BBC hack. Then he lectures legacy media in an online statement i'm not sure what's going on there but supposedly he you know remember he got arrested for supposedly trafficking or 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 doing something with women like he's just you know prostituting them i don't know but anyway there's just you know those are some of your distractive headlines of the day again take it for what it's worth take it for a grain of salt don't you know be too caught up with what's going on um yeah like my mom was saying right here that that town of dc is only 10 square miles it's not very big All right. So take everything that you get and hear and read from the mainstream media with a grain of salt and don't be too overly distracted and invested with what they're trying to tell you, because they're trying to hide bigger things from you that they don't want you realizing. Like, oh, I don't know the power that we the people have when we stand up our assembly and reassemble our states as our founding fathers did back in the day. So now let's get into this Operation Vampire Killer. And again, if you want to know about your National Assembly, you can go to national-assembly.net. So when we, as we get further along into this publication, now, I might not go through the whole thing, or if I do go through the whole thing, I might have, you know, splurts where I might go a few days before I do another episode of Operation Vampire Killer. I'm not going to do it all in one. So this part is called Traders' Grand Finales, Martial Law the Gold. Now, Plan A, this is what it says right here. Plan A, race wars. We will see the fanning of the flames of their planned race war program in the months ahead as government, through some of their covert national organizations, promotes white-hating people, whites-hating people of color, and vice versa. Not that we see that today, right? Now, this would be aided by their controlled media. Again, that Operation Mockingbird that we were talking about from that Whitehead page, right? So aided by their controlled media and new world government paid agitators and leaders on both sides. Now, the goal is to frighten Americans of all colors into accepting a martial law scenario. And so these elitists actually have no love for minorities or commoners of any race. Doesn't matter who you are, what color you are. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. And so those who have studied these imperialists will notice that there is a continual intermarriage, okay, among these super rich. Now, the internationalist families never do they participate in the mixing of blood other than blue blood. Ha. Huh. And so the race mixing program was created for their subjects i.e. the world's common people of all races right and so some of these internationalists have stated over the years that when all other humans are of one color which is pretty much brown that's what they want then they will be more easily managed now the next part here is keep the races from joining together now racial strife is one of their most important new world order tools as they mean to keep it going as they mean to keep it going right and so It has worked very well for promoting the globalist cause in the recent past because hate must be kept flowing to prevent the various races in America from finding out the truth. Again, like my mom was saying right here, Coastal Runner, look here, not there. Because if they ever find out who is destroying their freedom and economic future, they might find some way to work together to overthrow their common enemy, which again is the banker elitist and the bar lawyers, all right, the international bankers. So who are the agent provocateurs? See, our problem is in identifying these NWO lackeys or agents or provocateurs. Now, incoming intelligence over the years has informed us that these provocateurs are of all race racial mixes. Yes, that would mean some of them are white, blacks, Hispanic, so on, right? And, yes, they are involved in promoting planned racial hate incidents and tensions to assist in causing the masses to accept martial law and serve the New World Order gang. I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jesse Jackson comes to mind. and uh, Oh, the great Reverend Al Sharpton. I mean, these guys whore themselves out to promote and fear and hate and racial divide. These people are sick, and they're sellouts, and they're disgusting—you know—they're disgusting scumbags. Now, although these employees/slash provocateurs have been, prom, you know, promised a position of power in this quote utopian socialist society, it's a shame that they are not smart enough to know that they are to be eliminated when their usefulness has run out. That's right—they're just useful idiots that will get eliminated. And so, as has been the practice of every Marxist and socialist conquering army after taking power. Now, there is sound logic in this execution of your agent or provocatorist, because after you're in power, the logic is this. If these agents will spy and turn against their own people, then there is no way you can trust them to not turn on you. That's right. Very true. And so the other shame is that no tears will be shed for these traitors to their own people. Now, here's plan B. The globalists, along with their controlled media, are well along in the promotion of their plan B program. Now, here it is. Now, with the threat of nuclear war supposedly subsiding, the American people must have a new boogeyman, right? Oh, scary. So the ecological collapse, this phase involves the fraud of the imminent ecological collapse of the world. Now, this phase is being promoted by those who were not able to completely destroy America with Marxism. Now, these New World Order Marxists have therefore started, or I should say taken over, the various green environmental parties. Now, many of these environmentalists are rightfully labeled as watermelons of the world, and that's to say that green on the outside, but red on the inside, meaning red being Marxist. And so, many wonderful, good, well-intentioned Americans are being duped into assisting with this fraud. Now, sadly, some are our, our own family members and friends. That's right. Now, here's plan C. Visitors from afar. Now, this phase makes certain that few Americans escape the New World Order program. Well, how so? By creating total panic, See, what this accomplishes is it, it, it accomplishes this with three choices of being offered to the gullible, right? The globalists have suddenly brought to light their long-planned and well-established UFO little devils from outer space con, right, to strike utter fear in the hearts of all the people on the Earth, right, aliens, So here's the first choice. So the subtle message to us, which would be the masses, right, the subjects of, you know, which we're considered to them, is that if we don't go willingly and gently into the global government, we will be eaten, raped, or become the experimental guinea pigs of some far-out evil space cadets. And, of course, you can't ask for assistance and protection from your own country's government because, as we have all been, been told, no individual nation could possibly stand a chance in defense against the obvious superior race from space. Ah, but isn't it wonderful that salvation is only by a one world government away? Imagine that. Now, here's the second twist to this, you know, planned scenario. Now, these cute little space thingies, as they call them, right? Are our bosom buddies, right? They bring tidings of goodwill and they come conveniently to save our world from the brink of total destruction. Isn't that precious, right? In other words, in other words, that this particular plan is to convince gullible Americans that anyone or anything but that Jesus Christ guy, right? That guy will save our world. And so, quite coincidentally, these same funny little fellows are also here to set up a utopian global society. Are you surprised? And so the newest twist on this con would be to grab religious Americans that did not fall for the first two plot twists, right? First two plans. And so that's uh, that. And, and that is to say that Christ himself has sent these wonderful little UFO beings in his place to save us, right? Like that's what they, that narrative would be pushed, suggesting that we suppose that Jesus Christ got busy, right? And had to delegate. And as soon as these little wonderful space disciples of Christ get us all together in the New World Society, then he, Christ, will be along to take over. And think of them as God's secret service advanced team, believe it or not, right? This is what they think. Now, is there something out there? Maybe, maybe not, right? But are they truly coming from out there? See, we are not told or we are not to be told at this time and the truth about what these entities are and who has absolute control over them. Now, if we were told the truth, we would never fall for their New World Order UFO con, right? Beware of the Operation Blue Book or Blue Beam. Excuse me. Blue Beam. Operation Blue Beam, right? Where they use holograms. Because we don't know what they're going to try to do to try to make us fall for their little New World Order, right? So here's some us police action here now it it is sad to see the coming what's coming true what the scriptures foretold namely that some of the most spiritual and intelligent people in our world are being completely deceived by our own government and spiritually enlightened con men and women so as foretold it's happening right before our eyes right so in all seriousness though for for anyone that does not believe that the ufo scare is a contrived fraud, it should be agreed that the wise position to take is on the side of caution. Now remember, this was published in 1992. So consider it possible that those who promote the New World Order plan are presently involved in a trial run of all three of the above described UFO scenarios. Now such plans are being promoted by the globalists and among them are among those whom they consider to be the wacko radical extremist nationalists pro-American organizations in order to test which scenario is more acceptable. So, for example, pick any one of those three scenarios below. Scenario number one, the evil little devils from outer space who will dissect, destroy, and devour us all. Scenario number two, the sweet, funny little cosmic critters, like our government, are only here to help you. Okay, and then scenario number three, the space disciples of God bringing salvation to the Earthlings. That would be for people like you and me who believe in Christ, right? That nonsense. So indeed, these globalists care not which one you choose, but for they all lead to their new world order. They don't care which narrative you pick or which one that you follow. It all leads to the same path. So something to think about. So the great delusion, will you be caught up by it, Right. Now, called America's greatest female writer, Ellen G. White, said it like this, and I quote, The last great delusion is soon to be opened before us. Antichrist is to perform his marvelous works in our sight so closely that so closely will the counterfeit resemble the true that it will be impossible to distinguish between them except by the holy scriptures. And that was from the Great Controversy in 1888. Now, here's the next section on Operation Vampire Killer. It says, listen carefully. This is not a religious publication. Now, some may say that this type of publication that should get into religion, we agree to point. However, if religion is being used by the enemy of america to attack americans then like it or not we must address it it is the enemy of our nation that is using spiritualism to trick millions and millions of religious fellow officers and private citizens into falling for their new age new world order fraud and one wise tip which is from leviticus chapter 19 verse 31 where it says regard not them hold on one second here guys I forgot to do something regard not them that they have familiar spirits neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them i am the lord your god very very important let me reread that again leviticus nineteen thirty one. regard not them that have familiar spirits neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them i am the lord your god See, if this is not enough, one of the best sources on the spiritualism fraud against the American people is Dr. Kathy Burns writing on these subjects. I'm just reading a little forward here. Yeah, so if it's not enough, one of these best sources of the spiritualism fraud against the American people is Dr. Kathy Burns writing on these subjects. And she wrote, uh, uh, she writes... uh, sharing uh i think it's a book called sharing uh this wonderful brainy lady is one of the best another very good source on this uh, religious religious new world order con job in uh Tech's mars flashpoint newsletter yeah so anyway um i'm just kind of scrolling down a little bit further here so that looks like that would be the end of that section because the next section talks about communism gone don't take any bets so we'll get into that on a different day so but anyways, but again, you know, Operation Vampire Killer, again, it's a publication trying to awake, awaken people, letting people know what's going on. And, you know, basically letting others around the world know that, hey, there's a lot of sellouts in the force, in the police force, within our top brass in the military ranks, um, in the National Guard that are trying to sell out this country for a few bucks and try to take it down from within. This is why we need to assemble, folks, because we can only take our power and wield the proper power that we have lawfully by reassembling the assemblies of states. Again, I cannot stress this enough, and if you want to find out more, you can go to national-assembly.net. So take that for what it's worth. We are assembling. We got 17 states. There are many, many more working on it and very, very close to publishing notice. If not, I'm not sure. Maybe some have already published notice. I don't know yet. But uh, again, if they did, then we need to wait for a rebuttal period. But at the end of the day, we need to get our 38 states. Okay. We need to get our 38 states. Let me pull something up real quick. I wanted to read something real quick before we close this out with a song. Let me get my notebook here. Because last week I had Bill Hermanson from the Missouri General General Assembly come on the show. And I wanted to repeat this because this is worth repeating. See, if we're going to be able to, you know, assemble our states and be part of this uh, Republican form of government, right that we call the de jure government where we are self governing ourselves we need to be successful and master these six traits right these six things the first one is having a spiritual sense right with god the second one being moral fortitude doing what's right then the third one was focus we need to we need to be successful and masterful with having focus. Number four is we need to have success with being good discerners, right? Discernment. That's what's going to help us figure out what's BS and what's not. The fifth thing that he was stating was education. We need to properly educate and self-teach ourselves, and we need to always be learning because we cannot... Fulfill our roles of who we really are by, you know, regaining our jurisdiction and, you know, getting our sovereignty and liberty and freedoms back if we're not willing to learn and continuously educate ourselves. Very important. And then the sixth thing was organization. We must be successful and masterful when it comes to organization. Because remember, if you're not actively seeking the truth, then you are not living as a true free people and you're not fulfilling the role to freeing yourself, right? And like you said, just because evil is being exposed doesn't mean our job gets easier. In fact, it gets much harder. Because now that they understand that the people are waking up, People are not taking this crap lying down anymore, and people are starting to find remedy, and they're finding remedy within the National Assembly. They're finding remedy with people who understand how we need to take this country back and send these people, meaning these criminals against humanity, send these people to the gallows to hang for their crimes. This is why the Assembly put together the first common law ever written since 1861. That would be the contempt of the Constitution. My favorite part of that law is that there is no statute of limitations. So it doesn't matter if they're alive or dead. They will still, if they've committed crimes against humanity, they will still face trial so that if there's proof and evidence that show their wrongdoings, then the record in the history books can be corrected. So if there are scumbags like Benjamin Franklin, for example, People can stop revering him as a true American hero. And the history books can be reflected for the scumbag that he is. Thank God for the contempt of the Constitution. And if you want to know more about it or you want to hear it, go back in the search bar on the podcast here and type it in. Or you can go you know, on, national webs- on national-assembly.net. It's on the front page there, or you can find it at hishardline.com. You can find it. It's just called Contempt of the Constitution. Check it out. Listen to it. So, before uh, we play our song of the day, I do want to also say this. You know, my wife was telling me as she was, you know, she she's part of a, a scanner page, like a police scanner page on Facebook, right, for our local area. And there's, you know, there's a lot of people that are hurting. There's a lot of people that are literally getting triggered and they just can't take it anymore. What's going on. And my wife was saying that, you know, there was somebody on the police scanner page that, uh, there was reports by dispatch that a man, a husband was on the phone with his wife. His wife was at work. He was at home and he was talking about, you know, for lack of better term, offing himself. and, to spare all details, he basically, all, all she heard on the other end of that phone was a gunshot. And, of course, they, you know, she's at work and she, you know, they police go and check his home and they find him. And then just before I came down here to do another, you know, do this podcast, there was another one that was on the police scanner page that showed that a man was contemplating, you know, doing that as well. Right. And his son couldn't get in the house and so there was reports that his son needed medical attention because he was trying to get to his father. So he punched the window or broke the window. And now, you know, is suffering severe cuts. The father ended up not doing it, but needed a psych, you know, psych evaluation. I guess last week, an 82 year old man did the same thing off himself. There's a lot of people out there that are hurting. And I'm telling you, folks, it, it's, it's not worth it. OK, that's what Satan wants you to do. That's what evil wants us to do. They want us to get. They want us to feel despair. He wants us to feel lost, hurt, like there's no hope of returning the goodness of the world back, right? He wants you to feel all these things so he he, he you know, he, so therefore you basically think that there's no hope and that you basically take your own life. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Because that's a W in his book. And a big L for you and God. Don't do that. All right. So let's keep these people in our prayers, which actually let's just get into the prayer now. So Heavenly Father, we want to keep these people in our prayers that are suffering, that have been taking their own lives, not just here locally in our area, but, you know, everywhere. I mean, it's becoming more and more of a rampant thing. And I think a lot of it is because people are feeling scared. People are, are sick and tired and they're... They're fed up. They're getting triggered. They don't know what's happening. You know, they don't know what to believe. Uh, we, we need to, we need to, God, I don't know. You need to touch and reach into these people's hearts and souls so that they may not do these things. Okay. Uh, this is a very, very sad. It's very, very shocking to hear that this is still increasing ever more. And, and we, we need to, we need to have this come to an end. We pray for people that are struggling in their marriage And we pray for resolve. We pray for anyone that's dealing with financial hardships or health issues or people that might be dealing with miscarriages and can't stay pregnant. We pray for those people that you deliver a miracle and deliver good health and healing. Uh, We pray for everyone that is dealing with their own cross that they're bearing. And we also pray for the people uh, in India, all the people that lost their lives and their families and the ones that have been mangled and hurt and injured. And, and, and all the other tragedies that are happening around the world. We have no idea what's going on, God. We can only go based off what we hear on the media. But at the end of the day, whatever is happening around the world, we know you got this. We know that you will take care of everything. We know that you will answer prayers in your own time because you are God and you're a good God. And all things that occur that are bad always are used for your good glory. And so we just we just pray that you continuously use us the way that you see fit. Let us be that, that sharpened tool in your tool belt. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. And so I really appreciate all of you joining me today. Again, um, I'm not going to say sorry for canceling last minute from yesterday, but because, you know, that was to spend more time with my family. My mother-in-law wanted me to stay up at the cottage a little longer. Uh, my daughter was having fun fishing. You know, we were all having fun. So I was like, you know what? The heck with it. Like, you know what? This is family time. We are hardly ever at the cottage. I was enjoying myself. So that's what we did. So now remember, tomorrow and Tuesday, I will not be on the show because I'm working on a special project with Oscar and Lisa Muzi out of Georgia. Again, part of the assembly. Okay. So I will be working with them um, on a project today or tomorrow and Tuesday. So hopefully we'll wrap it up and get it completed by Tuesday evening. There might be a possibility on Wednesday. I might not be able to do the show either. But again, so this is going to be a rough week, guys, because this week's going to be a rough week and next week's going to be a rough week because I got this project that I'm doing. And outside of this project, obviously, we got the National Assembly call. But in that case, I always do the podcast a little earlier. And then I always do a podcast, you know, free Friday on my day off so I can spend time with family. And then, you know, we'll resume the podcast Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But then uh, come Wednesday, I'm going on a little trip with the family. So I won't be doing the podcast for a couple few days there. So it'll be off and on. Like I said, that's to be expected here in the summer. There's a lot going on between house chores and mowing and yard work and assembly stuff and projects and vacations. There's a lot going on so but we're gonna still try to stay consistent and always have a show at least a few you know at least three four you know at least four times a week at least four or five times a week so but anyway so this song i wanted to play because there's so many people that are struggling out there there's so many sad people there's so many people that are in disparity and they're anxious and they're stressed this is called don't worry be happy and remember ladies and gentlemen Here at His Hard Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We will not let the enemy take over our lives. We need to hold the line. We need to hold it firm. And we do not negotiate with these demons. That's not what we do. We stand firm and strong, and we dig our feet in. So, again, whatever you got going on, you will overcome. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. We'll see you back here on Wednesday evening, okay? On Wednesday evening. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe. Let's see if this song will play. Why won't you play? Well, look at that. We got ourselves a technical difficulty, don't we? Let's see. Let me try to re-upload this, guys. alert. Mm. Just I smell a really
1: stinky up. troll. You yeah, will be booted and out. And we're going
2: to re upload it. Let's try this again. Hold Your on. Your nonsense is no longer oh, alive. It's up. time for you to oh, learn some digital manners. Adios. All right, let's see if this works now. Come on, guys. Let's see. Got it? Can you guys hear it? That's funny, because I can't hear it. That is interesting, because I can't hear it.
3: Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry Landlords say your rent is lit. He may have to litigate. Don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> Look at me, I'm happy. Don't worry. Be happy. I give you my phone number. When you worry, call me. Don't worry. Be happy. Ain't got no cash, ain't got no style. Ain't got no gal to make you smile. But don't worry.
0: I will always fight for you. I will be watching, I will be listening, and I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better, and I couldn't have done done it without you. So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form, we will be back in some form, we will be back in some form. And our future will be brighter than ever before and our future will be brighter than ever before the best is yet to come the best is yet to come in some form, we will be back in some form, we will be back in some form. some form, we will be back in some form, we will be back in some
1: form,
0: and our future will be brighter than ever before, and our future will be brighter than ever before. The best Best is yet yet to come, the best best is yet to come.